Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is 6.07. It is Monday, and it's going to rain all day, so find indoor activities to do unless you're into being cold and wet, and then enjoy yourself. But um, I can say this. It is, uh, you know, feeling kind of more appropriately in the pocket weather-wise, so hopefully you enjoyed uh, everything you got there at the uh, end of the week. Now, um, it is, like I said, it's Monday, and so we had a whole weekend of uh, a few stories kind of, well, let's just say details emerging, and uh, some um, some really, really, really interesting theories going into the weekend existed surrounding a couple things, one, of course, being the whole Amazon Jeff Bezos, mistress, naughty photos, text messages story. That had grown into an international conspiracy in the minds of some. I'll do my best to detail that. Um, uh, There was was another theory that some would argue was a little more plausible, and it appears that perhaps that theory may be the winner. Which is too bad, because I do love international espionage types of stories, just because they're so juicy. But uh, unfortunately, this is going to be seemingly, uh, and by the way, it's not me saying that. It's uh, reporting, independent reporting, by uh, both right and left-leaning websites. So maybe in in today's mold, that's how you figure out where you may be onto something. So we have that story. Also... Uh, Last week on Friday, we touched probably for what, just a couple minutes, Ross, on the whole Green New Deal. Yeah, yeah, a few minutes. A few minutes. Had some spirited discussion about that. And over the weekend, it emerged that apparently the document, you know, the one that I read verbatim out loud, the one that was six pages that I encouraged others to read because they felt that I was misleading them on where some of the stuff was going, uh, that document was a shapeshifter. And that it, it, so the way it, it shapeshifted is like this, because we knew that the document not only was released on Ms. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's website, the congresswoman from uh, the uh, Brooklyn portion of New York, and the Bronx, um, and was actually hand-delivered, physically hand-delivered to a gaggle of reporters who were interviewing her about it. Handed to them. 
And this is what is so amazing. In that split second from where I have handed you the piece of paper, I've handed you a piece of paper, and there is that simultaneous where your fingers release ever so slightly, just to, you know, like you would need a micrometer to, to witness it. During that time, apparently, Republican propagandists were able to, I'm thinking they froze time, like in the movies where you freeze time and then you move some stuff around and then you snap time back into existence. During that little, that little second there, Republican propagandists were able to seize the documents from all the, it would have to be all the reporters because they all had this, they read the same, and replace it with a uh, spun up version that was um, uh, that was that was put out there to make the Green New Deal look insane. And so through the uh, probably a DARPA program that we're all unaware of, um, and uh, just a, a little bit of writing skills, Republicans were able to completely spin that story to make the Green New Deal and its proposals of buy cows, buy airplanes, uh, a, a, a spending uh, a, a tab on it that would make it among the most expensive thing ever undertaken by a single piece of legislation. Now, albeit it's a resolution, and there is a difference, but it's a resolution that immediately had the uh, the declared uh, 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 presidential candidates for the Democrats uh, giving their two thumbs up to. And it didn't just touch on green stuff. It also had health care for all and uh, just it, it a whole, it was a whole smorgasbord of uh, anything and everything. And in the proposal... It had such funding mechanisms of have the Fed loan people the money, or us the money. Oh yeah, good stuff. So in that moment, the GOP was able to get a hold of the document, spin it. They then had to hack, was it all the sites? No, because not all the websites would have it on there. Like, you know, I don't think Barstool had it, did they? Well, it doesn't matter, because when the conservatives pounce with their uh, space-time oh, continuum... Oh, the pouncing's coming up! You now, hold on! Yeah, not only do they pounce, but they did it by freezing the space-time continuum. Yes. Once once it's frozen, you have the time to do all that. Now, I would think that it would be a lot easier for them, rather than at that exact moment that the handoff of the document's being made, for them to simply go back in time and alter the document when it's the singular copy... Like, by maybe hacking the printer, you know what I'm saying? Where you can alter what comes through, like in uh, the one Mission Impossible where they're in the big Dubai place. No, they would just go back in time to when uh, Trump tried to uh, attack that woman in the car. They'd knock him out with one punch, Hmm. go back to 1985, and then he'd never be president. What? He'd probably be like, I don't know, polishing, cleaning cars or something. What if... Have, are we even factoring for the terrorists that we, we got the uranium from? Yeah, I believe they were Libyans. Correct? Libyans, right, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And that's a whole political mess over there. So, look, there's a lot going on. So, for a while, that was the case. And I know it's the case because on Friday night, the advisor for uh, the congresswoman, uh, uh, Ocasio-Cortez, uh, did the media rounds, including on Tucker Carlson, 
uh, saying that that was a, quote, doctored version of the document. And so uh, there you go. Well, turns out this is crazy, and I think we could still operate under the space-time thing, and apparently the Republicans also have the power to create insta-Mandela effects, which, if you were had to pick a superpower, is an interesting one. Because so not only are they freezing time, but they're moving us into different dimensions. Yes. Wow. This is... Where do you think all that money goes, right? Wait, $95 for a hammer? Come on. Yeah, come on, guys. We're savvy to this crap. All right, so apparently, yeah... So, uh, and, and the reporters go along with this stuff, too. They were literally floating the idea that the GOP was spreading disinformation on the Green New Deal. And not that it's just an insane document that, uh, in many cases, it, it wasn't proofread in many places. Like, it was missing words. Like, there was a reference to the moon. Literally, I, and by the way, I, I love the fact that somebody sent me this insult after the show Friday. Uh, when we were talking about this, and and we had a caller call in who didn't believe me about some of the stuff, so I read it verbatim. They then, uh, after the show, sent me the smarmy email talking about how if I'd have been around in the 1960s, uh, we would never have went to the moon because of my, the immense hatred I would have expressed for JFK's proposal. In the document, that's literally the allegation that is thrown out. That's the it's like it's throwing it out there like for people who say we can't do it, those are people who would say we can't go to the m-. and then they didn't put the word moon. <laughs> so the, the, the movie set. No, it doesn't say anything. Just go set. to the and it doesn't well, say. They weren't sure though. What do you mean? They're like maybe they didn't go to the moon. Oh no, no, say, yeah, I'm not, no we're not doing that They're, today. They had a debate. They were like, should we put moon or soundstage? Not getting into and this we'll, today. We'll leave it blank. So then it was determined, and, and actually uh, the, the advisor had to go back, and, and so this is the current narrative, and I'll need you all to operate on this right now. So this is Mandela Effect 3, right? That's where we are. It, you got to keep track because it's there's hard. an infinite number of dimensions. Uh, 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 that is something that is just well known among us in the uh, shape-shifting slash time travel uh, community here. See, we're in the know, we're in the media. Um, so the current, uh, the current operating narrative is Ocasio-Cortez accidentally released a draft document that said insane things like well, economic security for people unwilling to work. Right? That's a word that a lot of people found uh, non-palatable. They accidentally released a draft document and the Republicans are pouncing. So there's your pounce, by the way. You were, I know you were looking for that. In fact, uh, Business Insider actually forced to rewrite a headline after this is the headline. Let's see here. Yeah, here we go. This, is, this was the headline Business Insider went with on the story. Uh, great. Um, Republicans attacking Ocasio-Cortez for wanting to provide... Eco- now, that's, why does this thing never show up on the printed document? That's my bad for not looking. Uh, why does our printer hate Twitter or our formatting? It could be twitchy. Is that You think that's what it is? It could be, yeah. It's weird because it shows up like that, and I, was just, I, I know it's in the story, which is why I pulled that damn story. Well, I'll tell you what. 
we'll come back and touch on that because I, I want to read you the headline that they initially decided to go ahead and run with. But basically, they they intimated that they were unfairly attacking the congresswoman because it was an accidental document leak, and um, Republicans are horrible people with the power to control dimensions and stuff. But I'm concerned too because she was given those. She was talking to the media on Friday wearing that green dress to go along with the Green Deal. I remember those? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was yeah. that really her then, or was it a body double? Ooh, good question. Was it a clone? Well, the no. The question you should be asking is: Was it her from the current time? Right. And what happens if the current time sees the one traveling through time? based on what the the Republicans did with their technology, and they see each other. Well, I'm looking at the photograph right now in uh, Ocasio-Cortez. She's uh, she's fading out of the photo. All right, we're gonna, we got to get to the bottom of this, so uh, that's, that's what we'll do. Also, uh, last night was the uh, Grammys, so when we come back, Ross will give you a full rundown of everything that uh, happened on that, since it's his job to watch award shows, and uh, also uh, a Tinder for Tigers. So uh, all sorts of good stuff coming up here on the KCO Day Radio program. First, though, your Bloomberg Minute brought to you by Hendricks Business Systems. This is a Bloomberg Market Minute. Wall Street ended last week with a mixed session. Fading prospects for a trade deal with China ahead of a March 1st deadline were among the things that weighed on the market. David Balin of Citigroup tells Bloomberg Radio investors may be hoping for too much when it comes to the trade negotiations. The expectations that people had are probably muted. I think that the best thing that could happen in March is that there's an agreement to continue to talk. An agreement on a couple of major points and an agreement to continue to talk. And Balin doesn't think President Trump ever planned to return to China. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now before March 1st, he says preparations for a presidential trip could not have been completed in time. It was no doubt an uneasy weekend for employees of Activation Blizzard. Sources tell Bloomberg the video game maker will announce job cuts tomorrow. Game sales have been slowing. Shares of Activation Blizzard fell in Friday's trading. The economic calendar is quiet today. Data on inflation, retail sales, and industrial production will be released in Washington this week. A reading on small business optimism will get attention. Jeff Bellinger, Bloomberg Radio. All right, it is 620 here on the KCO Day radio program. Here was the original Business Insider headline. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez accidentally released a document that supported paying Americans unwilling to work, and conservatives attacked her for it. That's a why, that's a really long headline, uh, first and foremost, but um, if you need, not that you would, any uh, additional examples of just how dishonest uh, most of the reporters are out there, and I'd argue even worse on the weekends, because on the weekends is generally when you're going to get, especially from a web, these websites, a lot of your writers are going to be their, your newer reporters, your younger reporters, um, which uh, obviously, uh, it, considering what they're churning out at many of these J schools, uh, is probably even further, uh, has a further set of bias, in my opinion, unless there is a, um, 
Mandela effect during the break. And then my opinion may be different when we get back. We'll find out next. Hang on. Crime Alert. I'm Nancy Grace. Breaking crime news now. California. Michael Jackson's former maid, Adrian McManus, tells Daily Mail she found little boy's underwear in Neverland Ranch's jacuzzi, Vaseline throughout the house, even secret sex tapes. Was Jackson a pop star pedophile? Iowa, a nine-year-old boy clinging to a stuffed animal, testify his dad's girlfriend, Tracy Tyler, locked him in a basement without food, even beat him with a fly swatter. The boy was told a dog was dead and buried inches from where he slept. Caught on camera, inmate Blaze Ayers tries to bust out of an Indiana prison but falls through the ceiling. This crime alert brought to you by Simply Safe. No one should feel unsafe at home. That's been Simply Safe's mission from day one and why they blanket your home with protection, your whole home, so you can fear less. Get free shipping on your order at simplysafe.com slash nancy, simplysafe.com slash nancy. With this crime alert, I'm Nancy Grace. You're getting connected with KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News. Smart talk and news all day on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. All right, here we go, 627 KCO Day radio program, and um, last night, the Grammy Awards, uh, yeah, so I didn't watch it, but I don't have to. That's not my job here on the show, so for a full wrap-up, a roundup, whatever you want to call it, of all things Grammy-related, um, uh, Ross, what's up? Cardi B won the uh, first ever, the first woman to ever win the best rapper of the best rap album of the year, ever. That's it. That's all I got. Is that even true? Cardi B is apparently, she's a female rapper, and she was the first one to ever win Best Rap Album of the Year. Yes. I, thought she, I thought Cardi B was a stripper. Well, yeah, no, there's that one, and then there's this one. This is the one that won the Grammy last night for Best Rap Album of the Year. What is the noise you keep making? Wow. You sound so old right now. All right, we'll be back. I need to figure out what's up. Rush Limbaugh Morning Update, presented by The Health Dare. Last Thursday, New York's young socialist congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez released her Green New Deal resolution. She's calling for a massive transformation of our society. Ed Markey, Massachusetts Democrat, 72 years old, introduced the resolution in the Senate. A bunch of Democrat presidential candidates immediately endorsed it before they had ever even read it. Now, the Green New Deal calls for decarbonizing our economy, getting rid of cars, airplanes, and cow farts, rebuilding every building in America or retrofitting them, if necessary. And now that America is the number one energy producer in the world under President Trump, these Democrats are demanding the elimination of all fossil fuel energy. The Green New Deal calls for a federal jobs guarantee for everybody and economic security for those unable or unwilling to work and universal single-payer health care, all paid for by printing money if they have to. Now, this Green New Deal is the same old liberal blue wish list that the socialist left has been pushing for the last 100 years. It's the same stupidity that destroys every country that tries it every time it's tried. 
Valentine's Day is coming up. Have you thought about it? It's right around the corner. If you want to splurge in your Valentine's Day gift-giving, Sherry's Berries is the way to do it, folks. Delicious, hand-dipped strawberries, just irresistible. They're fresh from the field. They dip them in milk, white, and dark chocolate, and then top them off with colorful confections. The biggest strawberries you've ever seen. Sherry's Berries arrive at your Valentine's address perfectly packaged, so they arrive chilled and ready to serve. Half a dozen of them, just $19.99 plus shipping. Or you can double the amount to a dozen strawberries, just $10 more. I'm telling you, they are perfect gift to share after a Valentine's dinner. Just go online to berries.com and select the date you'd like for delivery. Click on the radio microphone on the screen at berries.com. Use my name, Rush, as the promo code. Berries.com, promo code Rush. Mention my name, you will get this deal. Rush is back today at noon. More of KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News right now on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. That is a new one for me, though. So somebody... uh, Somebody has a screenshot of a social media post that we made on the show account that had been shared by a friend. They then saw it over the weekend, took a picture, a screenshot of it, and have sent it to me, as a lot of times people will do. They'll be like, hey, have you seen this story? And a lot of times I have, occasionally I haven't. I you know I don't. It's not something I normally mind unless people are demanding. I demand that you do it because then I just won't out of spite. But um, that's the first time somebody shared my media post, my social media post. Which, by the way, there's the logo, the picture, at the <laughs> in the. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? In the layer up. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I think you're misinterpreting the original post. It's it's my post. How could I misinterpret it? I don't think you've read it. I'm gonna stab you, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a first. I've not seen that. So, but yeah, just <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the part where his buddy shared it or so. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, so. but it says your name there. I know it does. Like the name, it's like Casey on the radio is the name of the Twitter, the Twitter feed. That's a then, this, then is, a, this to, is a Facebook share. Okay. Well, he still has to send it back to the show, which is the KCO Day Radio. <laughs> no, but well, somewhere maybe, along the uh, way, where's the disconnect? I don't know. People are in a hurry. They're just very excited. I just I'm gonna, I'm going to operate on the assumption it was, such, it was such a good post that that's what happened. Uh, I mentioned over the weekend there were lots of conspiracy theories. Wait, what if we are in that other dimension? <laughs> Technically, from the original dimension is where the post was made, but since now we're in this other dimension that we discussed earlier, in a way, it would be sharing it with somebody new. Mind blown, right? Am I making more money in this dimension? No. Damn it. There's only one of those, and with an infinite number to choose from, I'm not sure how we're going to get there. But um, let's see here. The other big conspiracy theory was, although it wasn't, this wasn't as bad as last year. Remember last year when uh, the president had his checkup 
and the doctor was out there, and they basically decided that this guy didn't need to be a doctor anymore because they were just they were so upset with the with the information being provided. Well, here's the freak out this year, and the person doing the freaking out is none other than former Obama Ebola czar, the doctor, obviously uh, Ronald Klain. Which, by the way, of all the czarships, Ebola czar. I mean, I know you're a doctor and talk about disease, and maybe I don't get it, but I just would never want to be called the czar of Ebola, ever, unless I had my own country where I could do what I wanted. And let me just tell you, it wouldn't be fun for everybody, okay? Now, back to this. So Ronald Klain took issue with one of the conclusions uh, reached by the doctor. In the official letter that was released so that the media can uh, tear it apart, The doctor at one point mentioned that uh, Trump was in very good health and also said that he he should be in good health through the end of his, uh, at least, you know, through the end of his term. In fact, here, let me read it verbatim. And uh, by the way, and so here's what the guy's freaking out over and a bunch of people on, on Twitter freaking out. No doctor can predict someone's future health. This is a disgrace to the office with a great tradition of professionalism. Just another institution turned into a joke by this president. Oh, the butthurt is strong with this one. Okay. All right. So let me let me read verbatim what the uh, uh, what the doctor actually wrote here uh, so that the Obama uh, uh, Ebola czar uh, can make uh, make his argument. Uh, in fact, here we go. <clears throat> the president is in excellent health. And likely, this is a quote, likely to remain able to carry out his duties for the rest of his... Oh, actually, no. That is Obama's from 2010. Hold on, hold on. Ross, you got to put these in order, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm sorry. I, I apologize here. Uh, quote, all clinical data indicates the president is currently very healthy and will remain so for the duration of his... Pre- that's Obama 2016, man. I asked you to get me the Trump one that's new and never been done before and causing all the freak out. Damn it. I'm sorry, man. It's, Stup- I know it's Monday, yeah, but... Any- stupid me. Oh. All right. So here, I think this is it. Hold on. Again, my bad. Here is, here is, here it is. Quote, in very good health will remain so for the duration of his presidency and beyond. Now, you see how strikingly different that is? than the multiple times it was done in Obama's letter and nobody noticed because this is the dumbest thing to get into a uh, debate over. The doctor, what, <laughs> the doctor in this case is, uh, is a naval doctor. His name is Sean Connolly. He is the official physician to the president and the, the guy's getting pistol whipped on, on leftist Twitter for doing a checkup and writing a letter that almost mirrors his predecessor and pretty much any president before him, except that one who was in a wheelchair. And why? <laughs> well, I have to bring He's him up. He's perfectly fine. He can totally walk. I, I, Nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing that he's in a wheelchair. I'm laughing at the whole concept that... He literally would have... Think about this freak out now. He had a health condition. He had a health condition, obviously, that was uh, more attuned to the time in which... 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. She lived and actively sought ways, including agreement on the part of the media, to not have that health condition seen because, it, in his mind, it, it made him appear weaker. And obviously, with everything going on, um, and, and everyone just kind of, everyone did that, right? That was just, and that's, it's one of the more interesting presidential little historic stories. Can you imagine, though, in this day and age, you would be, you would be compared to Kim Jong-un, you'd be running, you'd be state-run media, how dare you, any of the rest of it. And that's just kind of how it was, because the media realized that it really wasn't something that was important to what he was doing as president, uh, you know, lording over a, a gigantic uh, uh, depression and uh, eventual war, which pulled us out of it. But those are the days that some people long for. In fact, over the weekend, going, going back to uh, Ms. Ocasio-Cortez and her giant new Green Deal, she had a chance to ponder what could be if only, if only those days that usually are demonized by the tugging down of statues and other things, but if those days were, were back again. And we could go ahead and live like that. Object to the rationale of saying adopting the same insurance models or a similar insurance model to any other developed country in America is unrealistic. I reject that. I reject the idea that single payer is, is impossible. I reject the idea that universal health care is impossible. All of these things are possible. We need commitments with teeth. So I don't want to be placated as a progressive. And I know that the progressive movement does not want to be placated in 2020. I want a 2020 candidate that says we can do these things. We can be audacious. I think we need, in order to overcome this moment, we need to return to our FDR roots as a party. Oh, please do. Which ones? Ross, which camp do you want to be in? No, I was going to say, you know, you remember the the big outcry when I went to Dragon Con last year, dra- uh, cosplay as FDR? Yes. And, yeah, and yeah, I yeah, was yeah. in the wheelchair, and they said I was making fun of the disabled, and also the part of my costume where I had the giant internment camps behind me. Right. Attached yeah, to the remember. wheelchair. Yeah. Remember the outcry by the people at Dragon Con? Well. So how is she going to get away with saying that? I think they were just jealous over the intricacy yeah. of your outfit. So, so you long for the days of FDR? Do you really want to go here? I mean, we can. I could sit here and I could and I could break it all down, and we could have a big discussion about what was the actual turnaround economically and the whole interning of people of an entire heritage and and why that that is a uh, that is a stain uh, on on uh, on American history. I mean, we can we can go down that road. So I think that, um, to give her the benefit of the doubt, I think she's implying it's just the part where he wanted to spend a bunch of money. But hey, what do I know? I'm not in her head. But according to the hottest of hot takes that I've seen over and over and over again, and I just got sick of having to, or I I would get sick of having to answer this each on an individual basis. I'm going to use this platform I have to answer this one question 
that is the ultimate in somebody's out of an argument, so they're going to go ahead and, and tweet this at you. Why and why is Ocasio-Cortez got, quote, and this is what was tweeted at me, uh, conservative men sprung? Why, why do you even care what she's doing? Uh, the reason is because is I'm a news commentator. So I tend to commentate on news. And when a member of Congress, let alone a freshman member of Congress, puts together a, a resolution that not only would be the most expensive resolution, if fulfilled in its totality, ever, but arguably would be the single most significant, minus the founding of the country, shift in society here in the United States in such a short period of time. And then almost all of the declared presidential candidates on her very same party's side thumbs up it. That's what we call news. So I talk about it. And the author of the document's going to be one of the people who's talked about. And I know intellectually, if you were honest with yourself, you all would know that. But I got sick of seeing that being the big rebuttal over the weekend, which also proved my point that the new Green Deal, especially the six-page Q&A with the inclusion of everything that was accidentally released, is indefensible. But it sure is fun to pick apart. 649 here on the KCO Day radio program. Strangely, uh, Saturday Night Live chose not to uh, attack it over the weekend. Instead, going a slightly different route. We'll be back. I'll fill you in. Hang on. This is the Terminex Pest and Wildlife Control Fox Sports Report. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. In the NBA, five games on the schedule with the Warriors picking up their 40th win of the year, beating the Heat 120-118. to Game was tied late, but Golden State's DeMarcus Cousins hit two free throws with five seconds to play to provide the winning margin. Kevin Durant led the Warriors with 39 points. Again, they're now 40-15 and on the year. 76ers roll over the Lakers 143-120. to Joel Embiid had 37 points and 14 rebounds for Philadelphia, and deadline pickup Tobias Harris added 22 points. Lakers are two and a half games out of that final playoff spot. In the West, Kings beat the Suns once. 17 to 104. Sacramento's just a half game back of the Clippers for that last playoff spot out west. Mavericks edged the Trailblazers 102 101, and the Magic beat the Hawks 124 to 108. College basketball number 12, Houston improved to 23 and 1 with a 65 58 win over 25th ranked Cincinnati. Number 20, Iowa slips by Northwestern 80 to 79. Golf final round at the Pebble Beach Pro Am was suspended due to darkness. Phil Mickelson holds a three shot lead with two holes to play. Hear it again, or for the first time, open the iHeartRadio app and search KCO Day for the podcast. Good morning, 655 here on the KCO Day radio program. Coming up, animal news, so there's that. Also, how to get a baby to stop crying if you're a monster. I'm telling you, sometimes I see these stories... And I start plotting the the uh, more slower, drawn out ways with which to execute the individual, and then, which I'm sure makes me a horrible person, right? But um, uh, maybe you'll agree. We'll get to that. Let me grab a call here. Uh, Sean, what's up? Well, I was just reviewing my historical record of the awesome FDR, and I do recall. Uh, this will be an easy quiz for you, Casey. Uh, 
Who was the first American dictator to ban the ownership of gold? Well, I don't know if he'd technically be described as a dictator, though uh, it didn't well, really we really didn't hold him to uh, any term limits, and then it changed. So yeah, I, well, see, that's the that's the I don't who was I, the longest running. Can I can I just in that's your that's literally yeah. your biggest concern about what uh, uh, Congresswoman Cortez is wanting no. to do is that uh, did you read the other stuff? I mean, I'm, I'm with you, but well, FDR had some ideas FDR, how to accomplish things. FDR kept this country. He kept this country in the Depression 10 years longer than it should have been. He pushed through the Ponzi scheme of uh, Social Security, and it taught Americans how not to save for their own retirement. Uh, you know, the man crippled this country, and uh, it's, it's just unconscionable to say he was the awesome, awesome man that everyone thinks he was. Or every no, I I think well, and and again, I can I have to operate uh, the the story of FDR and everything everything that happened in under his term is like most history. It's 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 complex and it's nuanced and and all the rest of it. So I when I hear Cortez say that she wants to go back to that era, I I see that what she's what she's really talking about is the establishment and the and the spending priorities of FDR, which was essentially. Let me figure out how much money I could throw at the problem, and we'll get us out. And meanwhile, the the mass production and everything that transpired during World War II is eventually what did the trick. So, and and of course, when that doesn't politically serve somebody, then there's a giant pushback on it. Even though it's, I, I didn't even think it was a debatable issue until social media came along and then everything's a debatable issue you know it's not debatable though where i'm going to be moving and i'll tell you about that coming up hang on Mrs. Iran, I'd be nervous that, uh, you know, this is now that period of time where uh, maybe, uh, you know, one day you show up and he's gone. He's run off with a younger caliphate. You don't. Ross was telling me today is the 40th birthday for Iran. Right. So. It's like, happy, I think, question no, mark, I happy know, birthday, no, Iran? No, no, don't say happy. What, what do you get Iran too? You know what I'm saying? I mean, what do you get for the people that have nothing? Well, it's no, 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 not the people at the top. They're good. Well, yeah. You know, that's, that's working out. But, uh, yeah, the sanctions have had a uh, somewhat negative effect on the vast majority of the populace there, though arguably better off from a food standpoint than, uh, you know, Venezuela. So, yeah, all that stuff's working. I'm getting them a screenplay. I'm writing Argo 2. Well, they didn't, they didn't come across looking good in the first one. Well, so far all I've got is I show up at their front door with a pizza. I'm not sure where it goes from here. Well, let me ask you this, because uh, this is where the this is real. This is where the divide is going to take over. One, are they able to pay for the pizza? And if not, have they offered some sort of barter? Well, they're pissed off because there's no plutonium on the pizza. I show up and I'm like, ding dong, and they're like, hey, plutonium pizza's here, and they open it and they're like, where's the plutonium? I'm like, oh. Well, to be fair, they don't have any. Remember, right. it's only for energy purposes. Right. 
not deep in the mountain where we're pretty sure they have one. But luckily, we did the logical thing. We asked them to check to see if they had any and um, and then get back to us. And uh, luckily, they said they didn't. So, Well, the people in Hollywood want to rewrite what they have. They're like, you should deliver the pizza on pallets. Although, to be fair, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, to be fair, that is a pretty good gift, isn't it? That's a great gift right there. All right, uh, good morning, everybody. It is the KCO Day radio program. Over the weekend uh, here in uh, North Carolina, a few stories to get to. Uh, one, uh, the Pat, we so North Carolina now has two open congressional seats. Uh, two open, obviously, with what's going on in the Ninth District and uh, the sad news over the weekend of the passing of uh, Congressman Walter Jones. Well, I guess the second Walter, because that was his dad, and his dad was also a member of Congress, right? So. Um, so he passed away, and uh, so I guess now they have a special election for the 3rd District. The 3rd District, a traditionally Republican district, if, if any of that stuff matters to you. But uh, ultimately, it's just kind of odd that here in North Carolina, we're essentially down two members of Congress for voting purposes. Um, so we'll uh, just wanted to uh, mention that. And then in Raleigh, you had a, uh, a conflicting... Although the reporting on this is fantastic, uh, conflicting views over the old uh, Confederates, uh, Confederate statues or monuments, and it involved somebody getting arrested, actually, and charged with, what are they charged with, assault or injury to personal property and simple assault. Now, I would like to be able to tell you exactly what transpired as uh, groups of folks who were participating in the Crush Confederates at our Capitol protest, that's its official name, were met with a group of counter-protesters. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'd love to be able to give you the scenario that led to the charges. However, the strangest thing happened in the reporting here, and that is, in, in some instances, the reporters mentioned that somebody was arrested, then, after the third paragraph, never talk about that part again, other than to give the guy's name, and then do another page and a half on how great the uh, the big uh, uh, crush Confederates at our Capitol protesters and their movement is. So they do a whole social justice piece. And I'm like, well, that's got to be just one TV station. Let me go look at some others. And then I, I realize it's a little bit of a pattern there. It's just, oh, almost as if the uh, individual arrested might have been one of the uh, uh, the tear it down, tear down the statues folks, and the reporters didn't want to point out that uh, th- there might be some violent folks within their group, uh, hence the arrest for assault and uh, injury to personal property. If I had to spitball what was happening, probably a counter-protester had a flag because I saw the pictures and they had some flags, and one of the other protesters uh, went over and tried to rip it out of his hands, or did rip it out of his hands. That would seem the likely scenario here. However, we don't have those details because they chose not to run them in the story. 
They did, though, um, did run a bunch of quotes from uh, people in the area who were, quote, encouraged by the diversity of the protesters, <laughs> which has nothing to do with the story. Because they don't mean diversity like we have people on one side or the other. They're literally just doing analysis of the HK on J March, which was Saturday, and these the, the groups then having separate protests after. So uh, if, I would give you more info, but I don't have it. I do have this, though. This is very troubling. In fact, Ross, I think I'm going to have to move in so that I can mediate this issue. I saw this headline. Tenants of luxury condo building claim it's overrun with loud topless co-eds. This can't stand. These poor people. Hold on. Oh, you hate to see this. These poor people. Tommaso Kralsch, Kralsch? I don't know how to pronounce that. A 38-year-old stay-at-home dad who lives with his wife and 10-month-old son said the tenants of the Azure are angry. Not only are the pricey digs being as used as a de facto dorm for students, but it's impacting their lives every day. So it goes like this. Basically, I said condo, but it's an apartment building. Uh, basically, they moved in. They thought it was going to be a nice building because it is a luxury building, and it is. They got the big lounges. They're new. Um, you know, everything Everything you'd get in one of these luxury apartment buildings, except the, uh, the deal was struck by one of the nearby colleges to provide a certain number of the units to 150 of the units uh, for the school to use as uh, essentially de facto dorms for upperclassmen. And now... The tenants of this building, who uh, just, you know, want it nice and quiet, say that, like, you go down to the pool, they have a uh, pool, a rooftop pool, and it's just filled with topless co-eds. And they're just, they can't deal. So if, if that's the case, I think that really what you need is you need a voice of reason, such as myself, to move into this building so that I can keep a watchful eye on what everyone's doing and um, uh, document these things. You're so brave. And and then maybe, just maybe, there's a resolution in the future to the problem. Because I'm 38 as well, so I should be able to see it through this man's eyes, whose wife is standing there, so he has to say that he's upset there's topless co-eds everywhere. And someone has to do it. You're the hero we want and deserve. She's standing right there during the interview. He has <laughs> no choice. He, <laughs> right? If you were doing this interview, if you're this guy and Marky's standing right there and, and 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 talking about how it's impacting you and the kid, of course you're saying what this guy's saying. It's okay, Tommy or Tommaso. I know what's up, buddy. I'm not putting this on you, dude. You got to. Should have told that reporter, hey, why don't you come back a little later and uh, maybe call me Tommy instead of uh, Tommaso. I don't know why I'm doing a Brooklyn accent, but the point the point is, point is, people are trashing on this guy, but I know what's up. I sniffed that out, and I feel for him. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 this one. Little dating relations story. So, a little problem over the weekend, uh, or I guess this was uh, last week. 
The Sumatran tigers, according to uh, the World Wildlife Fund, roughly 400 Sumatran tigers exist. Well, four, uh, well, actually, and then some say five to six hundred, but there's not many. So, an opportunity to breed the ones that are in captivity uh, is something that uh, zoos look forward to. So, uh, what happened? Well, there's a male Sumatran tiger. His name is Asim. He's from Denmark, and they brought Asim to the zoo in London so that he could get to know uh, Melodia or Melada, Melody. Anyway, so they could do it. And so they bring them and introduce the two. And, uh, well, let me just read how it went here. <clears throat> According to the zoo, Asim uh, uh, immediately attacked his uh, would-be Valentine's date. The zoo's countermeasures, were, which included loud noises, flares, and alarms, were simply not enough to keep Asim from overpowering and killing Melody. So I would say the date didn't go well. Or is this like, is this nature's version of Tinder and he swept left? According to authorities, even though it was the first time the two were in, uh, uh, were able to get to each other, for 10 days prior, they kept them in adjacent enclosures so they could see, smell, and react to each other. Do you think she just wouldn't shut up the whole time? Because he's just, he's like, that's his place, right? He's just, that's his bachelor pad. He's just hanging out. Things are quiet. Comes and goes as he pleases, What you know, within reason. And then all of a sudden, just one day, and she's like, oh, I can't wait to get over here. Oh, let's, I'll tell you what, we're going to move those rocks around. And I'm heavy moving over here. Then we're going to move some more rocks. And he's like, yeah, you know, I've thought about this, and all oh, you're dead. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, I can read what's going on here, too. She was, she had big plans for that enclosure. And let me tell you what, his, some of his favorite stuff, gone. Would have just disappeared. No explanation. Some would call that stealing. But apparently it's perfectly acceptable. Yes, Jake, what's up? Hey, Casey, uh, you failed to mention whether or not it was male or female I believe that were a... running around topless, because uh, co-ed means both. Well, co-eds with an S is generally meant to mean uh, uh, female students in a college setting, and since it's a female college, uh, probably those. Now, uh-huh. uh, now it doesn't describe the quality of said co-eds, but, you know. Oh, indeed. Right, but, you know, there's got to be there's got to be some diamonds in the rough, uh, at the very least. I will tell you, if I was sitting over there, my wife would point them out for me. Yes, she would. And yep. uh, you'd be like, hey, look at that. I was like, oh, hey. All right, roll them back up. I'm out. Okay. But you understand why that guy's got to say that, right? Well, yeah. 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 If, yeah. if his wife is actually upset about it, and uh, whether or not he's not, I understand. And uh, my wife would be looking at it like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd say, you know, that's why I'm willing to help, sir. So, But I appreciate the call there, Jake. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. What? What are you laughing about? Ross. We were watching the new Halloween movie this past weekend. We got in Redbox, the remake, and there's a scene in it. We got it at Redbox. Don't you have, you can get movies through your video games. We do it that way. Don't ask. So we're watching, there's a one scene where Michael Myers is like, you know, looking, it's like a flashback and he's looking at somebody through the window. It's her window. And the woman is sitting at her vanity brushing her hair and she's topless. 
Yes. And I just look at Marky and I go, look at that. They're just putting that in there for no reason. Can you believe that? That's how women brush That's their hair. despicable. And she's like, I know, right? That would never happen. I'm like, yeah, Kim, I don't like that. Monsters. I'm not staring at that. Not going to rewind that. Why'd you pause it? I, I was linking. What are you doing up? Go back to bed. He accidentally got in the controller. Paused oh, it. Now no. you hate to see it. Oh, it's too Why bad. Why would they just throw that in the movie for no reason? That is too... Oh, you hate to see yeah. this. That is horrible. <laughs> that is how women brush their hair, right. isn't it? I think so, yeah. I mean, you want, well, you want to be... Because if you're not technically accurate, people pick you apart. That's why you have continuity directors in uh, Hollywood. I, I can't believe you don't know this. All right, 720 here on the KCO Day radio program. Uh, all right, so we got a little nature news, a little relationship news. I actually have one other story, and we have your calls all coming up. Hang on. This is the Terminex Pest and Wildlife Control Fox Sports Report. From the Fox Sports studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. Checking Sunday's action in the NBA. The Warriors slip by the Heat 120-118. DeMarcus Cousins hit a pair of free throws with five seconds left to give Golden State the winning margin. They were led by Kevin Durant, who had 39 points. Warriors were down 19 points early, come all the way back to post their 40th win of the season, and now 40-15 and on the year best record in the Western Conference. 76ers roll over the Lakers 143-120. Joel Embiid led Philadelphia with 37 points and 14 rebounds. Tobias Harris picked up at the trade deadline, added 22 points. Lakers dropped two and a half games out of the final play spot in the West. Kings over the Suns 117-104. to Sacramento's just a half game back of the Clippers for that last playoff spot out West. Mavericks edge the Trailblazers 102-101. Magic over the Hawks 124-108. Golf final round the Pebble Beach Pro-Am was suspended due to darkness. Phil Mickelson holds a three-shot lead with two holes to play. The final round will conclude Monday barring some sort of monumental collapse. It'll be Lefty's 44th career PGA Tour win, his fifth at Pebble Beach. KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News sets up the day. Smart talk and news continues all day on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Wow, that is incredibly encouraging. Ross, do you know the number, the sheer number of our listeners who have stepped forward to help me uh, do the monitoring and uh, immediate resolution of uh, all of these issues at that apartment building that's overrun with topless co-eds. The, um, the, the people stepping forward, it um, makes you feel like you're making a difference uh, every day on the show, and that's great. Uh, Lee, what's up? Uh, hi. Um, I just wanted to talk about that co-ed story. Uh, in New yes. York, from what I remember, it's uh, legal for... Uh, uh, either sex to go around uh, like without clothes legally, uh, you know, in, like in, where men can go shirt topless. Yeah, women that's a public topless. thing, though. This is a private building. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they could. I mean, they could probably technically write it in, but yeah, there's societal acceptance level up there that maybe rolls over to uh, public buildings. I won't know until I get on the ground, sir. But oh, of course. Yeah, to do the uh, research. Now I hear you. I hear you. You know, it sounds like his bigger issue is his wife standing there. Just my theory. I didn't get to the story on Friday, but I feel like I need to mention it because it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me as to why they would do this. But I'll explain uh, where, well, we got some baseball news. We'll just call it that. Baseball news coming up. KCO Day radio program.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Weather and traffic are on the way, as well as Kim Commando's digital update. This is 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Now, I understand that, like, cynically, people may evaluate this story, which I'm going to refer to as my uh, feel-good story of feel-good stories of quite some time, one of the better ones I've seen. And you can cynically look at it as further proof that the system works best for those within the system. I got that, but just divorce yourself when you hear this story for a moment and just consider how much joy it's going to bring into your life, okay? I'm going to get to that story coming up here in just a bit, and we got your uh, your baseball news. Let me grab a quick call. Uh, Nick, what's up? Hey, I'm really wondering if this guy decided to be a stay-at-home dad after they moved into that building. Yeah, no, I I, I did think that, but then he quotes how long they've been in the building, and it sounds like the whole uh, quasi-dorm, women's dorm thing is new, so. Mm, I yeah. wonder if the wife just took a day off to help him out, and she was like, oh, this is what you do all day? Can you imagine? She's like, you know what, I'm going to think I'm going to take a day, and he's like, no, no, you should go to work. Don't ruin yeah, this for me. We need the money, honey. We need yeah. the money. Don't, 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 so, yeah, don't no, it's, uh, yeah, the timeline doesn't exactly work, sir. All right. But I, I hear you. I, you know, that's what we're here to do, dissect these stories. All right, check this out. So, you, you know these uh, steaming piles of garbage that prey on uh, uh, elderly folks by running phone scams and uh, anything from lotteries to mortgages to um, the you didn't go to jury duty? And... So much of it's hard to stop because it emanates from other countries. And there have been some cases, too, where even if, even though people didn't take part in the scam, a, a series of harassing phone calls and, and threats of violence are not uncommon, which, as you can imagine, can be extremely disconcerting. So with that in mind, let me tell you about a 94-year-old couple, Bill and Linda. Bill and Linda, four years ago, were targeted by a man who was peddling a lottery scam over phone calls and emails. Over the course of multiple months and multiple phone calls, uh, a man later identified as Keneal Thomas of Jamaica, uh, who referred to himself as David Morgan on the phone, uh, would tell the Websters a variety of things. And once he figured out his scam wasn't working, he made a point, a special project, if you will, of calling the Websters and harassing them all hours of the day, claiming that he was going to set their house on fire. He would call them randomly and say that he had a sniper positioned outside who was going to kill them when they left. Pretty crazy. And uh, demanding hundreds of thousands of dollars to make these things go away. Well, let's just say the Websters, uh, is uh, it's Bill and Linda Websters, her name, uh, were able to utilize some pretty specific knowledge of how the FBI actually deals with these types of things, or at least has the power to. And eventually, four years later, David Morgan, uh, whose real name again is Keneal Thomas of Jamaica, was arrested 
after stepping off an airplane for a vacation to visit a buddy in New York. And he is facing a huge, huge, huge swath. Well, excuse me, he was sentenced on Friday, but huge story. Now, the reason that Friday is interesting is because up until this point, we didn't know the names of the couple. In fact, only initials were in there. And that caused some who follow these court proceedings to question what's up with that. So here is what the scammer didn't know. Bill Webster, probably you might know him as William Webster, the former head of the FBI (laughs) and former head of the CIA. Oh, no. I don't know who you are. (laughs) I don't know what you want. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Boy, he picked the wrong old folks to call, didn't he? Whoops. <laughs> so the guy's is 94, and he basically sets up this sting with the recordings and all this stuff, because that's what he did. All I know is he's a retired guy that works at a department of a home improvement store. Really? What's okay. the worst that could possibly happen? Is he into books? <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love that story. Because they almost never get these guys. It's only it's almost as fun as you know that guy who's got the website where he 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 does the 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 four one nine the Nigerian scammer guys and he gets them to be like, well, I got to make you re- make sure you're real. So send me a picture of you in a polka dot dress, and they'll send him these things. It's insane, and he, this is what he does. He just messes with these guys. Well, this guy used to run the FBI and the CIA. You call to scam him. You threaten to shoot him and his wife. They're going to duck. They're going to perp walk you off a plane in New York. The fact that you're not, you didn't just get disappeared is actually more impressive to me. Because I don't know if a lot of people, and by the way, this scammer has a, a quite a track record because in addition to being charged for this and sentenced for this, they actually were able to put together charges based on more than 30 victims outlining hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in in funds that he had scammed, including one, you ready for this, an 82-year-old California man who was scammed out of $600,000 after uh, the scammer called and said he was Obama, who apparently has a Jamaican accent now. I knew it. No, what the, no, no, you didn't stop. No, no. So you, <laughs> not sure how that scam works. I'm Obama. Send me money. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I've not heard of that variant of it. But or maybe well, he thinks that what he did, he did send me a phone. So okay, here's all my money. <laughs> Seems fair. Okay, all right. Well, you know what? I didn't think of it from that direction. Yeah, maybe you're right. So it was on Friday following the sentencing that the court records uh, fully identified the fact that uh, the people with the initials were, in fact, former. Uh, he was, By the way, he was appointed under Jimmy Carter, just so you know how far this goes back. But, yes. Yeah, so you're not going to get many of these stories. You might as well revel in them when you do. So we thought we'd bring that to you. Major League Baseball is getting rid of the disabled list. No, no, they're not going to eliminate the part where a baseball team is able to designate some of its players uh, uh, having the inability to play, thus make roster moves, allowing them to field an entire team without having to cut players. Instead, 
they've deemed it insensitive and will no longer call it the disabled list. Did you see some of the stuff that they're considering? Base, I, 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 didn't, I don't think I got into this last week, but I was looking at the big list of stuff that they're talking about doing, like getting rid of the designated hitter. Or no, I'm sorry, mandating the designated hitter, excuse me. And, and a whole wide variety of things. They going to let him roid up? No, not yet. Really? Looking forward to that day. Um, but now, now they're tackling the big stuff first, so instead of the disabled list, it will be called the injured list. So instead of he's on the DL? Right, because you don't want to offend the actual disabled. Right. <laughs> It'll be the IL. So that's, you know, that's their first big change. Like I said, you got to work from the top down. All right, coming up on the show, speaking of baseball, here in North Carolina, the Kannapolis uh, Intimidators, a team named after the legendary racer Dale Earnhardt, who even actually owned part of the team. And when was that? Uh, 2001. Well, they're moving to a new stadium there in Kannapolis, and they decided that they should do a little promotion. Yes, the team has branded uh, has launched a branded new by you campaign, and are asking fans to help them rename the franchise. This is not sitting well with Dale Earnhardt fans, and it's not sitting well with uh, just many others who kind of like it the way that it was. And I understand that you need to, you need to. There's things you need to do, you know, to garner interest in your team. But uh, somebody explained to me how eliminating Dale Earnhardt's name, or in this case his nickname, from your minor league baseball team in North Carolina makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. But this is, I, I would argue, by jettisoning the the whole Earnhardt reference, this would be a this would be akin to the the Yankees getting rid of pinstripes. You know what I'm saying? This is this is part of who the the Patriots not cheating. Like these are these are things that right, are traditions. Traditions. Bills fans not being insane and flinging themselves onto tables for no reason and setting themselves on fire. Bills mafia. You eliminate those aspects of all of these uh, all of these franchises and people are going to get upset. I mean, so, that, that table was on fire. Wasn't supposed to jump through it by jumping off a porta potty? Please. Yeah, I'm just trying to put it out. Yeah, whatever. You don't have a shirt on and it's five. Ray Stajic from the Weather Channel knows all about cold weather. I do. Yeah, what's up, man? I'm trying to find it. I don't know where well, it is, some people are claiming it's a little chilly around yeah, here. It is. It is. But it's nothing. I'm not telling Butch up, Sally. Exactly. This yeah. is exactly what I said last week. Remember when we were so mild, we had record warmth? And then I said, guess what? We're going to get back into the 50s and the 30s, and people are going to say, oh, it's so cold. This is what the temperature should be on this date. Are you oh. weather splaining? I am weather splaining. Uh oh. That's exactly what I'm doing. 54.33, for example. The Raleigh Durham International Airport. That's the average high low split. So when you have highs like 43 yesterday, which was well below average and 27 for a low, you can make a case, but today you can't make that case because we are going to keep temperatures probably back into the 50s, upper 40s, low 50s. What's kind of throwing the monkey wrench in there is the damp weather. So we do have a few showers and some showers tonight and then milder tomorrow with occasional rain showers, low to mid 60s. 
and then we'll get a little cooler Wednesday. Right now, Wednesday looks like the best day of the next three days. Valentine's Day on Thursday looks pretty good, too. Highs in the mid-60s with a mix of clouds and sunshine, then more rain on Friday. The good news, Casey, is with the precip, I don't see any wintry precipitation over the next five days. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's because Seattle took it all. Oh, boy. They they sure did. Sierra getting more feet of snow this week. If you want snow, go west. There is a ton of it. Okay, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll come back, and we can grab some phone calls, uh, 888-934-7874. Am I missing the boat here, or do you also not see the wisdom in getting rid of the Dale Earnhardt minor league baseball team name? I... I don't get it, and I'm in marketing, but hey, maybe uh, maybe you know something I don't. Uh, we'll be back. Hang on. Imagine paying an irritating sales rep to pitch you a product that you don't want. That's exactly what robocalls are. Companies using your cellular minutes to sell you something. Kim Commando with your Monday Consumer Tech Update brought to you by Simply Safe, the most innovative and comprehensive wireless protection for your home. Order yours at simplysafekim.com. The best free way to deal with annoying robocalls is to simply not answer any number you don't recognize. If there's no message or the message was a sales pitch, go back and block that specific number. But there are also apps that can help. Nomo Robo and True Caller work by comparing all incoming calls to their global spam list. If there's a match, the call's blocked. Both charge a small fee. Meantime, Haya is free and allows you to block calls, permanently blacklist unwanted numbers and texts, and get updated spam alerts. Finally, make sure your phone's listed on the National Do Not Call Registry. All right, it's not perfect, but using all these tools will reduce these high-tech annoyances. I'm Kim Commando. There are at least three ways to listen. FM, the iHeartRadio app, and the podcast. KC is on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 7.54 here on the KCO Day radio program. Uh, phone number 888-934-7874. Uh, having to move some stuff around, so um, uh, we normally do uh, end of the week segment with Dr. Kevin Campbell, except last week we didn't, and then conflict later in the week, so we're going to do it today, and he's already here. So. Good morning. Oh, maybe. What mic are you on? You're on the uh, I'm on right? the wrong mic. No, you're on the right mic. Go back to it. Is this the right mic? Yeah. Okay. All so right. we're working. Good I just want to tell people you're here, so. Hello. So if they have creepy questions, they can yes. get them in. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, all sorts of fun stuff, like uh, murder tips, um, measles. Lady Gaga. And no, it was just uh, just the first two. We have a list here, so <laughs> just the uh, first two. We uh, normally would have done a Grammy report, but Ross and I both forgot to watch it. Well, I Ross, can fill Ross you in. Ross was tasked with it, though. So. Yeah, I can but fill you in. it was my Walking Dead viewing party because the show came back last night, so I completely forgot about the Grammys. That's so hate to see it. Oh, you hate to see this, yes, sir. <laughs> so, uh, uh, unfortunately, that's been jettisoned from the remainder of the show. <sighs> yep. All right. So we got that going for you. Uh, let's see here. Did you? Oh, this Chris and Gilliband story. So this is more of the conservatives pounce stuff. 
So just ready yourself. Over the weekend, uh, uh, would-be president of the United States, uh, uh, Ms. Kirsten Gillibrand, the senator from New York, was uh, sitting down with the folks, the real folks, to get the real skinny from the real folks on the real stuff. And lo and behold, uh, what emerges? Dinner in the form of fried chicken, which Gillibrand starts eating with a fork. Now, here's the thing. In ver- well, here's the thing. Who does that? I, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you one example of where I I, I would understand it. If somebody's manipulating a touchscreen monitor while eating, like having got a, it, totally get just, it. Just because the 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 reality of it. So she took her iPad to dinner. No, she didn't. She actually she was eating with a fork. And it's not that that bothers me. I know some of you are just beside yourself. You can't understand what, who would do that. Who is this monster? It's the part where as she's eating it with a fork. People are staring at her. She looks around and then out loud says, quote, um, Kiki, Kiki would be her handler. Kiki, do we use fingers or forks for chicken? <sighs> Who is hand feeding this woman? Is this person, this woman of the people, just sitting down with the regular folks <sighs> eating the fried, fried chicken she normally does. And I would point out, wasn't Donald Trump eating fried chicken with a fork? But I think Donald Trump was eating fried chicken with a fork because Donald Trump does whatever he damn well wants. In between Big Macs. In between Big Macs and, and everything else that was part of that giant spread there at the White House. No, no, it's the part where you have to ask your, 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 your number one how, uh, how you're supposed to do it. Is it fingers or forks while everyone's staring at you like you're insane? But, uh, yes, we have that, and uh, we have Congressman Green from uh, New York, a Democrat, not a fan of Trump. He's the one who keeps trying to do articles of impeachment. So they asked him over the weekend what he thought of the whole Northam thing, and believe it or not, he actually came up with the solution for the governor of Virginia issue. There is enough evidence not only to ask that the governor resign, but to demand that he do so. But I understand why this level of bigotry is going to be tolerated to a certain extent because we don't want to take on the president. If we allow the president to exist with his bigotry, how can we uh, demand with any degree of credibility that the governor resign? So, in recap, the congressman's uh, plan to deal with the governor of Virginia's issue is to impeach Trump. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I hadn't heard anyone else bring it up. That is a man thinking outside the box and hallucinating most of the times he's usually speaking. So, all right, and we'll talk about hallucinations next. So, don't go anywhere. It is 8.07. It is Monday. Uh, what's up? KCO Day radio program. Dr. Kevin Campbell in studio with us on a Monday. The segment brought to you by Mako Medical. And yeah, he uh, he he no-showed on Friday. Sorry. Uh, but, you know, he had a conflict there. And then I'm like, well, why, let's, dancing. Just, let's just do Monday. 
Go ahead, tell people about it. Ah, I was dancing with the stars. So um, I'm raising uh, money for the National Inclusion Project. We have a event on April 13th at the fairgrounds at the Southern Women's Show where I will be paired with a professional dancer. I have a fantastic teacher named Belle at the Fred Astaire Dance Studio in uh, Cary. And she's teaching me how to dance, all kinds of stuff, cha-cha, hustle. I mean, it, it's going to be nonstop comedy, and we're going to win. What about the forbidden dance? Whoa, whoa. This is radio, man. Sorry. Yeah. Keep it clean. It, it, for the forbidden dance is also like Fight Club. <laughs> so it's just really important. Uh, and we sent it, uh, we posted information uh, last week on this on Friday, yes, so yes. people want to scroll down a little further on the social media, you'll see info there. Which is why he, uh, uh, Kevin is in here wearing the uh, ballerina shoes today. So They did. They asked me if I had dance shoes. I was like, oh, I got sneakers. I, I, what does what dance shoes look like? Apparently they're flexible. I don't know. You can do some little pirouetting and things like that. But I, I, the funny thing is, Belle, my teacher, said, uh, are you going to drop me? And I said, no, ma'am. She goes, because if you do, you're going down with me. Now, I, I'm not saying that I might have researched some of this. It, isn't your competition essentially like... People who are professional dancers? No, 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 no. The competi- Well, everybody has a professional dancer paired with them, and your competition is there's some folks from local media. Um, there's a, a woman who was on The Bachelor who's That's local here I'm as well. That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Yeah, so nobody has any formal dance trainer, and they're not supposed to. Um, so, yeah, I have practice today. Okay, all right. Lots of practice. You're not doing anything with like a stripper pole, are you? We haven't worked out all of the choreography yet, so I, I, it could be included. Who knows? All right. Well, I just Ross, I had something come up. How about you? <laughs> yeah, if he's going to be in the poll, yeah. yeah. No, I'm going to have a surgery. Yeah. Oh, Heart no. surgery. Yeah, it's weird, huh? Elective, oh, wow. Elective surgery. Yeah. You would think that would be a bad excuse right. to lie about to a doctor. Yeah, you think so. Yeah, okay. Um, well, so let's get into a few things. One of the stories that's out there, and I was, okay, I was reading actually an aside fact on this story, but... It's a story taking place out in the state of Washington, but not just in the state of Washington, um, because you you have the you have this issue emerging in a lot of places on the West Coast, a lot of places, but but it's not limited, and it has to do with in in the case of Washington measles, and and there was a forgive me if I'm I'm butchering this a little. Basically, in the story, they said something along the lines of if I had measles and I went into a room and I coughed a whole bunch. That even if the you let's say it's you and you're not vaccinated for measles, Kevin, mm-hmm. you're not even in the room. You walk in the room later, and the measles it can stay in the air long enough that it could infect you with measles. That's kind of terrifying when you consider. Remember how they were saying, "Well, Ebola can't even live out on this," and but the measles. The measles kick Ebola's butt in this department. Is that accurate? It really is. It's an airborne disease, and it's so easily spread through cough and sneeze, and it can live on surfaces and in the air for for a lot longer than other um, things like you just mentioned, Ebola. And it's so highly contagious. And what makes me so angry, and most healthcare providers who are competent are angry about this, is that it is completely preventable. We had eradicated measles for the most part in developed countries, and now we have idiots that don't want to vaccinate their kids. Kids, and I, I just have a huge problem with that. What, there was some. There was like some, somebody got typhus or something that, that was in the news. I haven't seen that, but it's it. You know, it just makes no sense whatsoever. They're preventable, and there's never, ever, ever 
been a study that showed that vaccines cause autism or cause any other negative effect. The, the, they have side effects, certainly, but they're small, and the risks do not outweigh the benefits. And, and, and I just want to make this point, because now people are going to, they're going to call and yell at you, and that's fine. That's, that's what we're here for. If you were to see something that, that you would define as a, as a well-done study, and they were able to do a link, you, like other healthcare providers, would be willing to rethink your position? Absolutely. You weigh the risks and benefits, but there's never been a study. It's all hoo-ha. It's all... I'm not, I'm not pushing yeah. that direction. Yeah. I'm just pointing out that some people have made it very political. And, Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And what, what you're saying is that you're basing your opinion on the data as, as, as it exists today. And, and has for decades. And, you know, I am not for big government. I am not for people telling you what to do and how to do it. But in the case of measles, we need mandatory vaccinations, and I'm happy to take that stand. Okay. All right. So um, with that in mind... You have that measles, you have typhus, uh, what, what, I've seen some others, uh, uh, a TB, right, tuberculosis, you see that in the news uh, But you frequently. can't vaccinate for that as much as you, you test for it and... and uh, okay, fair enough, yeah, 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 that's right. If you had to pick one old-timey horrible disease to have, what would it be? <laughs> None of them. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? These all can be... I mean, we've Ross seen... Ross wants... You said polio? You no, going, no. Oh, good lord. No, okay. Are you crazy? Well, you've got um, you know, certainly whooping cough is another one that's out there. When we don't vaccinate, you see these outbreaks. That's um, what I'm thinking. Is, of this, yeah, yeah, whooping cough. Yeah. Okay, and then so what are, do they have any estimate as to what the percentage is? Because it would have to be growing, right? And then you couple that with people, and, and here's where people are going to get very upset. Oh, oh, you're calling them filthy immigrants? No, 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 no. I'm pointing out that one of the things that when we have from an intake process standpoint. Um, when, when people immigrate to this country, and in some cases, even when they travel to this country, it's not unusual that there are various vaccines. And when you travel to another country or, say, the Cannibal Islands, your doctor will tell you that there are certain things that you should get vaccinated for. And, Abs- and there's a process. So when people point out that when folks are disregarding the normal process of things, there's a higher potential that they could have diseases that would be wholly preventable. Or, or wholly, uh, wholly treatable, and and also, uh, there the people that were intaking from the amnesty claims are finding a lot of this stuff, and they're giving them medical uh, medical care for it. Um, is that is that the or is it people who are making this voluntary decision that they're just not going to do it because? That's their parenting style. So so they're both linked. So you bring people in from another country who may not have vaccines, and if you're a parent who says, I'm not going to vaccinate, vaccinate my child, you come into contact with that person before they're vaccinated and, and immune or maybe they're carrying the disease with them, your child's going to get that disease. And then you go back to an area in the country, like the Disneyland story from California that we all heard about, where you're around a lot of other people who are not vaccinated, then you have these outbreaks. And these outbreaks never existed when I was in, uh, I, I should not say never, rarely existed when I was in medical school. And now you see them all the time because they have this huge movement. And it's a movement of ignorance. I'm sorry. It's a movement of ignorance. What is, uh, what is from a measles standpoint, I, I, I get that it sucks. What's But from a death, potential death standpoint, do you know what it is for, well, we'll call it kids, kids, obviously? So you can actually get 
brain inflammation from measles, and that has a mortality rate of 15%. Um, you know, you can get pneumonia, you can get ear infections, you get bronchitis. Um, these things can be deadly. I mean, if you can imagine, you expose your kid to measles and he gets uh, an encephalitis, a brain inflammation, and ends up dying or ends up permanently brain damaged because you didn't have the courage to, to vaccinate your child. Makes no sense to me. What do you think of these, um, the chicken pox parties? Do you know about these things? Yeah, and I... I- With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, you know, I don't think that's very smart to expose your kid to a uh, potentially deadly disease as well. Because well, but the likelihood be. is they're going to get the chicken right, pox. Right, but we all you know, got the chicken pox vaccinate, for the most part. Vaccinate your kid. Vaccinate. If you want to expose your kid to an antigen or to a protein that's similar to the disease, vaccinate your kid. That's what it does. You you inject something that looks like the disease or is the the pathogen that's attenuated or killed uh, or weakened. Your body develops immune to it, and you don't get the disease. Or if you do get it, it's much less severe. I, I would never do the exposure. All right, let me uh, let me grab a call here. Uh, yes, Brittany, what's up? Yes, I wanted to comment on the um, the mandatory vaccination that you guys are talking about. I just feel like that um, that you guys. It seems to me that you know everybody's saying you have to do it. You have to do it. I don't care whether people do it or not. I just think that we should have a choice because that's a really risky, um, a risky thing to do is to say it has to be done. Well, let me let me say um, this to them and let the, I'll let the doctor respond. And this is why I bring literally bring in a physician to talk about this because they're going to be more knowledgeable than me. When I'm talking about the uh, the mandatory vaccination, that's the law that they're debating in Washington right now. It would mirror correct. a law that currently exists in Connecticut and one other state. I'm trying to remember which one, but it's California, West Virginia, and Mississippi. Okay. All right. So, so the point, yeah, the state of Washington is going through this while they're simultaneously uh, having a measles outbreak there. So it, it, it's added extra interest to the story nationally. And that's why I wanted to bring a physician in to talk about the data, uh, the research data that's out there. There's obviously a political angle to it, but you think... And that's where I yeah. stand. I stand from the political point because I don't want somebody to tell me that I have to inject my child with something. And I understand that there's a lot of controversy um, and, and I'm not even debating that. I just feel like it's risky for us to be told that we have to put something in our children. Because where does it stop? I mean, there is a, there's an adult um, vaccination schedule. Are you willing to be injected with something because the, the government tells you that you have to be? So I, I, I think you have a great point in terms of where do we start impinging upon personal choice and freedom. But also just like... Um, we have to protect those around us. So what I would say is if the predominance of the data says that this vaccine is safe and effective, there is no data to show that it has um, 
deleterious side effects, then I think as an adult, I'd be more than happy to. What we can do is come up with some way that says, okay, if you don't want to vaccinate your kid, your kid cannot have access to any public services. They can't go to public schools. They can't go to libraries. They can't go anywhere where the government pays for those services. And and I think that's something that needs to be considered. And I am not a big government guy. I am very conservative. But this is a big deal. And if there were any data whatsoever to argue that vaccinations were bad, I'd listen. But I, I'm sorry. I'm a scientist, and I have to go with where the data is. Uh, but I think but there's no data saying that they're safe. There's no data saying well, that is. they're there's, unsafe. Oh, it's just that there hasn't been any good research no, no, done. No, 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 ma'am. Ma'am, there is tons of data that shows that vaccines are safe and effective. There is, I mean, there's decades worth of data there. So that that's an incorrect statement. Yeah, it sounds like your issue is more on the on the government requirement portion of it, though. It, would that be I, accurate? It, it started with, um, with after I had my son, and I started doing research on it. And it just, I, I mean, yes, it is a rabbit hole, and you go down it, and you have to question it. But it's enough to raise question, and that's, that is my point. I'm not anti-vax, but I, I am against pro-mandatory vaccination. I mean, about, against mandatory vaccination. I just think that that is dangerous. Do you do you big. do you think that uh, from from a school standpoint, like Kevin brought up, the doctor brought up, like should your kid be able to go to public school with no vaccines? I don't know how I feel about that yet. Because that, that I, feels like a, one, it's the law in most states, but uh, also it feels right. like kind of a middle ground on the whole thing. I, look, we're just throwing it out here for this discussion. I really appreciate you calling, and we'll we'll keep talking about it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Have yourself a good, a good one. Yep. And when we come back, uh, we will. We will get, uh, oh, well, we got that on most of them, and then somebody wants you to look at their mole uh, through a microphone or something. So Excellent. Okay. All that and more coming up. KCO Day radio program. Smart talk all day and news at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Casey O'Day and Carolina's Morning News on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. No, the point that I'm making is I don't have a, there's not a leprosy vaccine and I don't have leprosy. I was a leper. <laughs> oh. I was a leper. I apologize. I was, I, I was, I was cured. You were cured? Yeah, by Jesus. You better tell people the reference you're making. Took away my livelihood. No, I'm yeah. just sitting here. I got to produce a show. Okay. It's a Monty Python. It's Monty Python, thing. people. I know, but <laughs> look, people get people get very passionate about this topic. Arms for next leper. Well, you, 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 do you know what the other name for leprosy is? It's called Hansen's disease, and it's called by it's called. You know by what? A, That's why I never listened to him. Right. <laughs> he named it Zach Hansen. Correct. I don't want to get that. <laughs> and it uh, it's caused by a bacteria called Mycobacterium leprae. Just trivia for the day. Mm, bop, my arm fell off, you see, right there. And we talked about it in uh, pertaining to uh, ancient Roman uh, orgy boat culture. So, Oh, wow. It's a story from a few months ago. Um, All right, to the phones. Here we go. Uh, Sandy, you're up next. Go ahead. Hi. So my question is, um, I, have, uh, a, I have twins. My son has asthma. He has been vaccinated. I, I keep up. I Personally, I'm going to take it one step further. I think it's irresponsible for you not to get vaccines for your child. Amen. But uh, he has been vaccinated for everything, and um, he does take, like, a a low-dose steroid as an asthma controller every day. So if if this stuff hangs in the air, and I know it's low-dose steroid, but if it hangs in the air, 
do we still run the risk of him potentially contracting measles? Um, you know, it's a great question. If you are fully vaccinated, um, you're within about 10 to 12 days, your your body has developed antibodies and you should be just fine. I don't think just because you're taking steroids as, you know, um, preventative uh, care with uh, your treatment for asthma is going to make any difference whatsoever. But you are correct in that folks that aren't vaccinated who are immunosuppressed, meaning they're, they're suppressing their immune system with steroids or other diseases, are even more susceptible. So I, I love the point that you made about irresponsibility. Thank you very much. All right. Abby, uh, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Um, all right. Let's see if we can slip one more quick one in. Gail, go right ahead. Hi. I actually have a two-part question. I wanted to know, um, is this predominantly childhood illnesses that we're that we need to be concerned about? And if not, can an adult whose child opted out get um, these vaccinations, you know, when they're 18 or older? So it's a great question. Um, these are predominantly childhood uh, issues that we're talking about right now. Um, certainly as an adult, you can see your internist, your family doctor, and talk to them about what you missed and what is available to you. There are some that are certainly available to you at any time. But I would, I would, I would discuss that with my primary care doctor. So uh, yes, for, yes for some of them. Yeah. Kevin was telling me some girl snuck out. Her parents didn't vaccinate her, and she snuck out and got a vaccine when she was 15. Yeah, it was in the news. Used to be kids that get tattoos, man. (laughs) Or something pierced. Because his mom wouldn't let him. So that's a twist. We'll get more of your calls for Dr. Kevin Campbell coming up next. Hang on. starts here with KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News. Keep it here to stay connected on FM and the free iHeartRadio app. All right, we're back. 836 here on the KCO Day radio program. Phone number 888-934-7874. Are you ready? Do you have your, do you have your little clip? You very excited? All right, I'm looking at this video. In fact, uh, I'm going to retweet it uh, right now. Since I'm on uh, with a comment here, that'll be on a show page. How could it get worse? So in uh, in Venezuela, there's this a uh, video of a giant flaming meteor, and I just had this vision of some guy sitting there digging through you know the trash to find something to eat because socialist paradise. <laughs> just going, oh, man, how could this get any worse? And then he looks up, and there it is. Just well, a giant. it ain't a meteor. Yeah, it is. It came out of the sky. Well, I'm sure it did, but it ain't no meteor. It's a big old frozen chunk of shit. What? Yes. And that's the... That Whenever apparently, I get to play a Joe Dirt clip, it's a good day. <laughs> Ross got all excited over this story. Top three movies of all time. Godfather, Godfather 2, Joe Dirt. So I deal with and Ross is growing a mullet. It's the little things, man. All right, so I just retweeted that. Make sure you follow us at KC on the radio. Um, that was like nine o'clock last night. Also, I'm, I'm conflicted. Didn't land on anybody, but I'm sitting here in my studio conflicted. Okay, because on one hand, I, I respect Dr. Campbell. Campbell, we have a timeshare together. I understand he's a doctor. He's got education. He went to medical school. So that's you know weighing over here. But on the other side, right. is Jenny McCarthy. Oh. And her stance oh. on vaccines, and I mean, she was in the first Playboy magazine I ever saw as a boy, 
so I'm not sure how to weigh this. Which right. side should I take? <sighs> Is it Jenny McCarthy today or Jenny McCarthy then? Listen, I'm just saying I heard that if uh, you give your child, if you vaccinate your child, there's a good you know chance they could turn into a vapor. And I don't mean to <laughs> I don't mean to offend both groups, but I just what? did. You're the one who has to answer the calls that come in. Whatever, man. I'll do it for the team. It's a, <laughs> a self-inflicted wound oh, right man. here. All right. Now, just if look, and I this is why I provide this opportunity. So if people have questions or they've heard something, we can have a conversation about it. I'm cool. Everyone wants to yell at each other. This is why I hate that this has become a hyper-political issue. But since you have governments trying to pass laws, it was inevitable that it would. Absolutely. And, and you know, a good spirited discussion is always a good thing. I have no issue with it whatsoever. And that's because uh, Kevin is paid off by big facts. So, <laughs> yeah. No, he's a shill. Big data. <laughs> yeah. Big data. All right. John, what's up? Hey, Casey. How you doing, sir? Good, sir. What's up? With your, right, so uh, what's your question? I a little bit of light on the uh, whole vaccination thing and autism. Now, it's funny that Ross mentioned Jenny McCarthy because a friend of mine in California had made a movie called Trace Amounts. He actually spent years going cross-country meeting with all the doctors and even Jenny McCarthy about why, you know, her kid got autism. And Ross, schedule an in-studio interview with Jenny McCarthy. Going to have to. Okay. The uh, basically, the mercury that they put for shelf life. And some kids cannot excrete the mercury out of their hair and nails. Now, I don't know if the doctor knows about that, but um, Trace Amounts is a pretty cool movie to watch, and they basically explain the whole thing. So they have since taken the uh, mercury out of the vaccinations, and I, I urge anybody going to get their kids vaccinated to tell the doctors to make sure that there is no thimerosal in the vaccination. Uh, that is yeah, the and they actually, it it's, strange, it's strange you're mentioning this because Kevin was telling me something off the air. Uh, specifically about that, there is still the possibility in one instance, though, right? Yeah, so, right, right, but you have to make sure, you have to ask your doctor. Yeah, well, that's, I think that's fair if that's uh, the concern. Uh, let me, uh, I'm going to have the doctor uh, just uh, let people know which one that is, but thanks for the call, okay, sir? No, no that's, you make a great point. Um, I will tell you that now the only childhood vaccine used routinely in the United States that contains mercury in very trace amounts are flu vaccines specifically in multi-dose vials. They have very tiny amounts of the mercury in there as a preservative, as you said. Um, there's no evidence from randomized controlled clinical trial that small amounts cause any harm, except they can cause minor reactions like redness and swelling at the injection site. So, um, again, they did remove it except for the multi-dose vials of flu vaccine. So, as the gentleman said, check with your doctor if you want to avoid those as well. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Paul, what's up? Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good. Uh, pretty much, uh, I think you guys have already covered my question, which was um, why we have this reference to trace amounts of mercury, yet when you look at the... Um, so-called trace amounts and then compare them against uh, national standards for maximum safe intake, it, it works out at about 240%. Oh, sorry, 240 times the maximum daily intake that you should be able to tolerate for mercury. So, well, so you're, I guess the, the answer is it's not in there anymore with the one exception. So. Yeah, apparently. So. Okay. Yeah, and I, I don't know the exact amount in that multi-dose flu uh, vial, uh, flu vaccine vial. I, I have to tell you, I do not know well, what that number is. And if that alleviates the concerns that, that parents are having, then, I you know, I, I, I can't 
can't be anything but a positive, I guess, right? Right, exactly. And and this information I'm giving you is coming directly from the CDC.gov, um, and I sent it over to Ross if he wants to post it. Okay. Where's that check from that's sitting there, too? What check? Was it say uh, Global Vax? Who is that? <laughs> yeah. <I don't> know. <laughs> Big Vax. You have to share that, man. Uh, Kate, go right ahead. Hi there. Um, my baby girl is supposed to be getting her two-month uh, checkup this week, and I was just wondering, it's been suggested that instead of getting all the vaccinations at one time, that I should spread them across multiple appointments. I was wondering what the doctor thought about that. You know, I think that that is a really valid question um, because, you know, if you get multiple vaccines at once, certainly the side effects in terms of um, soreness in the in the leg or, or arm or wherever they give it and some of the, the other side effects you may see may, may be cumulative. I would talk with my pediatrician. I don't think, you know, every pediatrician is going to have a different opinion about this. Some say just get it all over with in one visit. Some say spread it out. Um, I just think that's a personal choice. But, you know, as long as you're getting the vaccinations and they're on the proper schedule, I don't think think it really matters whether you do it all in one day or well, I think not. The, I think the side effect thing is I think that's the most legitimate. Um, yeah, because sometimes you see fever, you see um, a little bit of fatigue, um, body aches, things like that. Um, and, you know, maybe you could, they, they'd be cumulative, but I, I would have to ask my pediatrician for that. All right. Okay. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> she, she had a dog fighting ring? What was going on, man? Those are Ross's wolves. Those are not his wolves. His wolves are not real. That's proof. That's the data. The wolves are real. Data. You just heard data. it. You can't just say data and not... You notice how Kevin cited the CDC? It's called a citation. What's your citation that that's a wolf fight that's going on? Archives of Ross. Hallucinations? <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. It's not... None of that's a good point. Rob, what's up? So, um, the... The question I had comes with more of the, the trustworthiness of who's making the decisions on what vaccines are good or bad. Like, when you say scientists, and there's air quotes around that, um, like, who decides the standards? Because, like, we have climate change, and I know everybody has a different opinion on that, and it's, it's politically driven on what climate change is. Well, sir, so, I, sir, I, I, so your, I, I get your, I get your question there, but you're being intellectually dishonest. You know that Bill Nye is the arbiter, right? He picks which vaccines are. Uh, is that, okay, the doctor's shaking his head. Fine. Who determines that a vaccine and the current version of the vaccine is in fact the best and it is safe? Kevin. So um, it's a combination of the American Academy of Pediatrics, the CDC. Um, there's medical and public health experts who review all this data that Ross is talking about. Um, and <laughs> these are vaccine experts, scientists, doctors, public health professionals, and there's something called the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices. This committee meets three times a year to discuss recommendations, and they consider how safe and effective it is. What is the severity of the disease that the vaccine's preventing? How many people get the disease if there's no vaccine? So you've got epidemiologists involved. You've got the guys who actually did the studies. You've got pediatricians. You've got data scientists. Lots of people. And But, but do I think uh, another part of that answer too, sir, is the level of politicalization of the topic. Um, I don't know that that vaccines, and, and maybe we're trending more in that direction, was as political as the climate science stuff was. And I, I you know, in, in that instance, I think that you have to evaluate the two based on, you know, based on that, because it, 
has less outside influence, though we are trending back in that direction with state laws being implemented. So, uh, That's my fear, is that as we get more politicized the vaccine, that certain, uh, certain cocktails might start getting slipped in with some of the vaccines to control gene technologies and... I don't know. Just, well, when the, yeah, no, you have, because you have part of the, it's like when you get the bombs where the two liquids mix, so now you get that stuff injected in there, and then the chemtrails hit it, and, and then you're a zombie. Oh, and you forgot to mention George Sukulis is also on that. Is that true? Ross was doing some research. The big-haired guy from Ancient Aliens also. Right? Well, the mercury all came from the asteroid that hit the Earth. Okay. To the dinosaurs, so, and that's yeah. what happened, yeah. Yeah. He raced AJ at the Weather Channel. He knows this. Dinosaur Mercury. Dinosaur Mercury, yeah. right. It's yeah, a fact. On, it's true. Look it up. It's on YouTube. <laughs> is it? Because yeah, it's on the internet. Yeah, it's on YouTube everything specifically. Is, oh, yeah. Everything is true. There's a seven-hour video you can watch. Oh, more. Yeah. Se- only seven? That's it. That's <laughs> the, it's the trimmed-down version. The director's cut. <laughs> yeah, the edited version, right? Yeah. So yeah. quickly, uh, this yeah. is just kind of meh, and then some rain, and uh, it's February. Get over it, right? Yeah, I think the better chance of uh, steadier rainfall is Triad in south and west. Uh, tomorrow, uh, triangle, a little less rain, but still some. A lot of clouds. The sun probably doesn't pop out again until Wednesday. Uh, today, just occasional rain showers, mid-upper 40s. Rain showers tonight and tomorrow with steadier rain at times uh, from about Greensboro, Winston-Selm, down toward Hickory and Asheville and points west and north of that. So either way, everybody gets at least some rain tomorrow. It could be a thunderstorm during the evening. That'll actually be uh, the cold front coming through that's going to dry us out and get the sun back out here by Wednesday. Clouds, sunshine, upper 50s, and low to mid-60s by late week. Thursday looks good, but it does look like a chance of rain again by Friday. All righty, man. Thank you very much. Yep. And we'll come back, chat with Patrice Sakura from Bloomberg News next. Getting Connected starts at 6 a.m. with Casey O'Day and Carolina's Morning News on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Your Bloomberg Update brought to you by Hendricks Business Systems. Patrice Sakura joining us. Good morning. And good morning. Good Monday morning. How are you? I uh, get rained on. Otherwise, you know. Oh, yeah. too bad. Snow. Snow here. Oh. Well, at least where I live here in the city, I don't see anything coming down right now. Hmm. Oh, well. <clears throat> what you got? I got for you Senate Finance Committee's ranking member Ron Wyden of Oregon. He's introduced legislation to legalize, tax, and regulate marijuana at the federal level. The measure includes provisions that would levy a federal excise tax of up to 25% on marijuana products. And uh, the video game world, well, we know it's rough and tumble, but for Activision Blizzard, that's going to mean job cuts. Bloomberg has learned the company plans to announce layoffs tomorrow that could number in the hundreds. Among Activision Blizzard's title, Overwatch and Hearthstone, they reported in November in their conference call that the games were seeing flat or even declining user numbers. Not good when it comes to video games. Okay. Which, what you got for me? Uh, you hear, so Sumatran Tigers, there's like 500 of them left. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, uh, four ninety nine. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, so apparently uh, a male at a zoo in Denmark was introduced to the London female Sumatran Tiger, and he killed her instantly. So it's wow. like, it's they take their tinder very seriously in the animal kingdom. I guess they the do. Left swipe. And I saw a very sad story from your neck of the woods where tenants of a, an apartment building are in Brooklyn are very upset uh, because uh, King's College has leased 150 of them for overflow dorm units for female mm-hmm. students. 
mm-hmm. and uh, quote, this is the headline, uh, tenants of Brooklyn building claim it's overrun with loud topless co-eds. <laughs> and they're interviewing this dude, and I, I'll give a pass because his wife's standing there. I don't, I don't think he's the mm-hmm. one who's raising concerns about the topless co-ed infestation at his, uh-huh. at his building. But uh, apparently it's a big problem up there that I'm willing to you wow, know, I, solve. I didn't, I didn't hear about that one, my goodness gracious. So I think I'm going to probably go loud, up there and do right? some research. So but loud, loud. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're frolicking in the pool. So. Yeah, loud, though, really, loud. Now what you're getting loud. at now. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Try to help, that's what yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Come do your research. Yep. Come do your research. I right. do appreciate it. All righty, bye-bye. There you go, Patrice Cora, Bloomberg News. How would you go about uh, getting rid of uh, uh, topless co-ed uh, infestation, Doc? Well, I think, first of all, we need to send a, an advance team on the ground. Uh, you know, we've got to have to mm-hmm. inspect the situation, you know, survey. This is where the scientific method comes in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll have to formulate a hypothesis. We'll have to uh, make sure that Ross is there to say data. I've yeah. got my, uh, my uh, bowler suit ready to go. Oh, you got one of those suits, right? Yeah. You know, for safety. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> It'll be just fine. Um, let's see here. Uh, Jamal, what's up? Hey, Casey, what's going on? Hey, Dr. How you doing? I just want to say, Ross, hey, Supreme Court Justice North Carolina to get with a war. But I'm going to say this. No. I just want to say... Ross for Supreme Court Justice of North Carolina to Ross, get rid of the Jamal, bull. Ross Woo. can't even serve on jury duty. But He's, I just want to say this. Thank you, Dr. Campbell, for what you said earlier about vaccines, because when I had my oldest daughter, my first child, I was one of those people that, you know, read the report from the British scientists who said that the vaccines were going to create autism. And I argued with my wife. And I told her we weren't going to vaccinate. But a friend of mine who was a nurse practitioner for a pediatric center, she fussed me out. I mean, she made me feel so stupid to the point where I just went in. I told my wife I apologize and, you know, get the vaccine. It's doctors like you, Dr. Campbell, who make a stance and say, hey, listen, I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about your uncle in the basement who <laughs> believes that – um." Donald Trump is from Mars, says that these vaccines are going to cause autism. And I, my child could have been one of those who could be right now possibly suffering from measles if it wasn't from a friend of mine who not just took the research from proof that it doesn't cause autism but was willing to wrap it around a baseball bat and hit somebody with it. And well. that's what we need doctors to do. Well, I uh, appreciate the call there, uh, Jamal. I hope you have a good week, okay? You too. All right. There you go. Uh, Ross really can't do jury duty. Why is that? Because he's got Joe Dirt hair? Please explain. Uh, well, I work in media, so. But also, I would say everyone is not guilty. I've always said if I got jury duty first off, it would be amazing because they've always wanted to do that. You get time off from work. But I said if it wasn't murder or rape or something serious, not guilty. I don't care what the evidence is, not guilty. Like, they find a guy and he's got, like, 20 pounds of cocaine up his rear. Not, not guilty. Not guilty. Would you, well, would you, we've all been there. Because you don't know for sure that he even knew about it. Right. Judging by some of the stories. Yeah, correct. Exactly. Could have would, been drugged. Would you wear a stormtrooper costume? That'd be inappropriate. Yeah. We're <laughs> taking this seriously. Not guilty. Okay, okay. sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs>
<laughs> also, uh, we were doing some other research, too. Right? What was it? You said that the vaccines turn the frogs gay, right? <laughs> yes, that... that's true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't find the clip. I was looking for my Alex Jones clip. <sighs> Apparently has went away. What are you going to do? All right, well, that was fun, and now uh, I'm going to go read all your hate mail, and I'll forward anything to the doctor as well. And Thank you uh, very much. We'll regroup when we regroup. Thanks, man. We'll uh, encourage you to go to the uh, website, too, kcontheradio.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.